Hello, my yummies. So, let's hang out while I put my makeup on, okay? <laughs> I actually just came from the gym, I just got out of the shower, and I miss you guys. I want to talk with you guys. We're doing a little multitasking, and hopefully there isn't too much ASMR going on with me going through my makeup bags, okay? <laughs> So, something, there's something I wanted to share with you, okay? So, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have noticed that I'm talking more so about self-obsession. And I want to make this clear before we get into the meat of the conversation. Self-obsession is not an ego thing by any means necessary. <laughs> Self-obsession is, <clears throat> it's an abiding by. This is what I consider it to be in me flowing with it. Because if you associate self-obsession with ego, it's like you consider yourself better than, and that is not what this is, okay? This is a very personal conversation you have with yourself this is a personal relationship you have with yourself right and i put self in you know in between the stars a lot of the times because that accentuates it's it's something higher right it's something that is free of labels free of deservingness free of qualifying it's just it just is, right? And self is oftentimes an energy that people want to qualify for or feel deserving of, but that's not the case. So when I put self in between the stars, that is what I mean by that. It's It just is. It just is this energy that when you're not with it, which means when you're not in agreement or acceptance of it, you feel bitter <laughs> you feel all the feelings you don't want to feel behind um insecure unworthy right you feel all of these less than inadequacy feelings that bring you into a need to deserve that bring you into a need to qualify or What's another word? Qualify or wait, right? And this is not a waiting energy. This is not a deserving energy. Self just is, right? And so, like I said on my Instagram story, that's the work. The work is you being with the knowing that this isn't a place of deservingness, this isn't a place of qualifying, this is a place of just allowing, right? And because self oftentimes will have you do more things that you're obsessed with and maybe rest more, maybe talk more, maybe say what's on your mind more, maybe say less, right? It's all personal to you and what feels obsessive with you, right? And so from that place, you're not meant to question it just because it feels really good. You're not meant to qualify for it because it feels really good, 
right? That's the work. Because oftentimes, our, our programming will tell us that it's like we can't, <laughs> like this isn't the way, right? This isn't the way into more. This isn't the way into receiving. This isn't the way into our best life or whatever it is that you feel you're desiring. This isn't the way into the relationship we always wanted or whatever, the friendships we always wanted because it feels too easy. It feels too good to be true. And that's the work, right? The work is getting away from that association you have with ease. And so what I really want to come here and talk to you about is the fact that First of all, self-obsession is more of an abiding thing than an ego thing, right? It's personal. It is intimate, you with you. It is a practice. It is an allowing that you have to have with yourself. And also, it is a, it's a discipline too. <laughs> and this definitely showed up this morning in in my own experience of um, waking up and going to the gym, right? I realized how important it is to abide by self, aka keep promises to self, because if you don't, you won't have obsession to, to live off of, right? You won't have obsession to ride throughout your day throughout your moments right because here and here's the other point i wanted to make is that if you are easily swayed or seduced into hindrances then you aren't living in enough obsession right you're not with self enough right because what's a hindrance a hindrance is a perspective anyway right it's a practiced way of seeing the world and it's optional. So when you are choosing self-obsession because you realize how good it feels, you realize how much more energy you have, you realize how life is falling into place because you're choosing self-obsession, you're realizing that opportunities are coming a lot easier, you're realizing that you don't fall into conversations or perspectives that don't agree with self-obsession because again you've been living by it and you have evidence that supports the other direction right and so from this place you're like why wouldn't i choose more self-obsession right but if you don't have that experience in your world it means you're not choosing self-obsession enough and from this place it's a question of why aren't you right? Why aren't you choosing self-obsession? And that's a personal, that's a personal reason. It could be because of fear. It could be because you don't know how to get into self-obsession. You, uh, yeah, it's something that you, you know the answer to. So if you want to pause this and come back to the conversation <laughs> and kind of ponder that, like, why aren't you choosing self-obsession? Is it because you don't know how to, or is it because because, you know, you don't know what comes next or blah, blah, blah. 
you have the answer to that, okay? There isn't anything outside of you that can provide you that answer. It's always, always something that you have to admit to yourself and admit in a way that just feels neutral, you know? It's not something to shame yourself about. It's not something to feel behind about because self-obsession moves quicker than forced anyway. So, yeah, take your time with that, but don't, don't coddle yourself in the in the progression because that could be a trap too <laughs> we've been taught to feel really productive in progression instead of just being being the expression Ooh, i should write that down see i already know forgot what i just said that's okay this may be me on the fumes of my of my um workout and the what did I take? Um, this core burning stuff. And that's okay, because we're moving with it. You know what I mean? All right. So, what was the other thing? Yeah, so you are here to be from self-obsession. Again, it's not an ego thing. So I want you to not think that way. It's an abiding thing. It's... It just is. It, it's just who you feel at home being, right? Who you feel at home being. There is no qualifying necessary. There is no deservingness necessary. It just is, right? And so many people fight that because of, because of that deservingness. And that's what hinders so many. That's what gets in the way and keeps you from, from who you're here to be, right? We don't want to be a feeling of bitterness or, you know, those other feelings of inadequacy. Like, you're not here to be that. You are here to be in self-obsession. In self-obsession, there are so many ways to enter self-obsession, but it's always, for, for me anyway, a lot of the time, self-obsession be entering into it so I can, you know, regain my flow within it again. It's always um, a permission to not overthink, right? I'm obsessed with not having to overthink. <laughs> that's what that's what gets me back into my self obsession. And again, it's all personal. It's personal. It's personal. It's personal. It's whatever you have denied yourself the most that you feel you would be so obsessed with if you just allowed yourself to be it or do it and exist that way, right? So yours also could be, you know, not overthinking. Not overthinking. And so it's like, this is how it feels for me. So if I'm overthinking something and it's like to the point where I'm about to spiral, I'm pretty good about catching myself and I just come back to, uh-uh, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's literally how it sounds. And from that place, I'm just like, I'm obsessed with the fact that I don't have to overthink. I'm obsessed with the fact that that's not necessary for me to to receive the thing that I'm obsessing over. I'm obsessed that me being in 
my obsession is what reaps desire is what reaps me being backed by a power that's bigger than me is what reaps the resources that i can't even imagine i love being in my obsession because it feels more honoring i feel more seen i feel heard i feel i feel i feel <laughs> okay so i wanted to share that with you because it's it's a game changer and life responds to the relationship you have with yourself right life responds to the relationship you have with yourself and self-obsession is the path of least resistance and when i say least resistance and i may have already said this but repetition is king like when i woke up when i wake up in the morning to go to the gym i am like i feel like i'm like what's the word I am wanting to, ooh, I can like see it in my mind. What is it? Okay, give me a second. Barter. I'm wanting to barter with myself. I'm wanting to. So this is what it sounds like in my head. It sounds like, okay, it's me. My alarm goes off and I say, okay, give me five more minutes and then we'll get up. And then I give myself five more minutes. And then I'm like, when that alarm goes off, I'm like, okay, let's, let's think about, okay, what if we go to the gym later on instead of this morning? But you know that you made a promise to yourself that you will go this morning, right? And so it's that back and forth with myself. And then someone has to be the authority. <laughs> And the authority is always going to be the version of you who made the promise in the first place. Like someone has to be the authority over the, it's kind of like a childlike uh, resistance that shows up. And someone has to be the authority. Someone has to be the part of you that keeps the promise. Right? Because we already know what it feels like when we don't keep the promise to ourselves. And we get tired of excusing ourselves from keeping these promises. That we know that's in alignment with us being self-obsessed. That's in alignment with us feeling in agreement with ourselves. Because you have yourself all day long. All freaking day long. Moment to moment to moment. And you want your experience with yourself to be in agreement. You want to be in agreement with yourself. You want to feel accepted by self. It's kind of like you, well, it is a relationship, right? Except <laughs> it's like a, what do they call it? Polyamorous. <laughs> because oftentimes people feel like if, they're in a relationship with themselves that no one else can come in. And that's the total opposite. Self wants you to have the relationship you want to have. You know what I mean? So it's cute. Uh, where was I going? You guys. It's making sense in my head. And so I'm not even going to overthink how I am coming across in this podcast. Again, I hope there's not as much ASMR going on. 
<laughs> That's bothering you. I'm just tapping my powder. But yeah, self is in agreement with what you self is the part of you that created your desires in the first place. So why would it not want, right? You to have the things. And that's the simplicity of being with self. Because I can remember, and I see it online a ton, a ton, a ton, this way of reaping in your world that feels very compartmentalized. Like you feel like, okay, I'm working on this desire today. I'm working on this desire right now. And it's all so separate, which creates the overwhelm, which creates more spirals, which creates so much more angst and honestly like feelings of wanting to give up because it just feels like so much and when you realize that desire is a frequency it's not it's not logical which means desires aren't something that you which you can it's just slower this is the typical way of achieving desires, which is moving through space and time, right? So if you have a desire to make a certain amount of money, you may go through, okay, I'm going to need a job that makes this much, or I'm going to need this amount of jobs. I'm going to need to take a shift this day, this day, this day, and probably work weekends, blah, 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 right? This is where you are... You're not the authority in your life. Your inadequacy is. Okay? And if that triggers you, that's okay. Triggers tri triggers open doors. Okay? Um, so from this place, you're allowing your inadequacy to be the, the authority. And it doesn't even want to. You'll recognize it the way that you feel. In yourself right so the discomfort is a sign that you are not allowing the true place of authority to be the authority so that's the example of moving through time in space and then the other the other option is you moving through frequency desire is a frequency is it it's usually a frequency of relief because so many of us occupy the space of angst and anxiety so uh, your frequency of desire will usually be relief but again it's dependent on the moment that you are feeling it depends on what you're feeling in the moment and what how you prefer to feel right it's always coming back to your inner agreement at that time so desire doesn't have a specific feeling, but it does have a specific way it will, it will, how do I want to say that? Okay, this is how I want to say it. In your moments of angst, in your moments of overwhelm, in your moments of overthinking, desire will reveal itself to you in a way that makes sense to you right, in a way that you desire to feel, and that's what you need to be in agreement with. It's personal. I can remember, and I feel like it still happens, I'm just not so much 
um, soaking in other ways of viewing the world as much <laughs> because I need to hear myself. You know what I mean? And what I share with you is what I hear the most. So what I hear the most is that desire is a frequency. It's not, it's not something to compartmentalize or feel like you need to work on each one separate. It's you. And that, that way of seeing desire is how you get desires to land without you, right? How you get desires to land without you, meaning it won't need you to show up for your shift to receive money. It won't need you to people please in order to feel desirable. It won't need you to leave yourself in any capacity in order for you to feel seen, heard, accepted, worthy, and all the things, okay? So, this was pretty long. I did not get very far with my makeup. <laughs> but I just wanted to leave you with that. So all in all, this podcast was for you to understand what self-obsession means from my perspective, how to get into self-obsession, and also... Y'all, I forgot that last part. <laughs> you guys know these are like audio vlogs, right? I just come on when it feels, when I can't not, right? It's like self takes over and says, turn your phone on, say this, keep talking. Okay, you're done talking. That's what it feels like. And honestly, I like that. Like, tell me, tell me what to do. <laughs> I, I feel like that is the most... That's the part of me I'm the most obsessed with coming from being someone who has second guessed and doubted this journey for most of most of the journey. <laughs> this is a part of me that I'm so obsessed with because it just leaves me very open. It leaves me very very like done. You know what I mean? It, it's like I did what I needed. I feel that I'm done now, right? Until the next thing comes up. And that's what I mean by being in the rhythm of, of obsession. If you're not in your rhythm of obsession, you're easily seduced and swayed into opinions and need. And need is not the frequency of... Need is not the frequency of desires coming in without you, Right? It's, it's just not. So, I love you so much. Something is being released February 1st in regards to these kinds of codes. And I'm so excited. So, follow me on Instagram if you are wanting to keep up with the sneak peeks up until the release. And I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. Okay? You know where to find me. Bye.